Welcome to Journey of ANR. I'm Rochelle. I'm Armid. And today on this episode, we'll be discussing trusting experts. Who are experts? Why should we trust experts? And how do we value the information that they are sharing with us? And those are one of the few questions that we'll be discussing today. And Armid, how do you define an expert? According to a favorite friend, Google, an expert is a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge or skill in a particular area. From that, I would derive that, you know, that person's a specialist, that person has studied that area, or, well, a lot of experience in that area. So I guess then that makes me thinking if you're a jack of all trades, I think the expression is jack of all trade, master of none. So an expert to me would be somebody who is a master in their field. If you look at it, right, one of the things I always see is that this person is an expert. Like, especially on TV, like when you're watching the news, oh, we're going to call on this expert. So why do we decide to call on this expert and not that expert? That has always been my question. What do you think? Why is it that when we're watching something, it's always, let's call on this expert and not that expert? Do you think that there's an agenda? What do you mean this expert and not that expert? Okay, so like, there are more than one scientist, obviously. Okay, like, why do we use one doctor versus another doctor? Well, maybe they are the the ones that accept those invitations. I don't think necessarily all doctors want to be in front of a camera and talk about certain things, or maybe that's the job of the person to do so. Maybe they are appointed to that position to talk about that. That's their role. A lot of people, that's what they do. That's the job that they do. So therefore they become expert of that area. Like whether it's a politics discussion, whether it's a scientific discussion, whether it's real estate, that person. And and if I'm not mistaken, I think when it comes to the news, they have people that they appoint specifically for specific areas. Those people are responsible to do the research, to be connected and be informed about those things. However, I do think also that you also have certain people who are just here to talk. They just talk and they don't know what they're talking about. But most of the time, they're not necessarily expert, but they just people who are there, like especially in politics, they are just people who are who represent what the right one, the right, the left side. I don't know which side it is anymore, you know. And who will say the most craziest thing that you can expect on tv and they're the one that will be an expert but they are expert for people who believe in what they're saying and who will listen to them and who will value what they're saying so at that point they become an expert i'm guessing based on what they're saying or who's listening who cares at the same time i think the word expert can be used very lightly and i think that's where the confusion sometimes comes in into play. And I know before we even started like talking about this subject today, we did our own like, you know, little research about how people in general, what's been going on lately when it comes to expert. And one of the article that I was reading was saying that how now people no longer trust expert. And that's also in reference to the whole coronavirus and the vaccine 
and how people feels like, you know, that the expert is not telling the truth. And I think sometimes it's also miseducation. You also have, you do have experts who are doing the research, who are being informed, who are giving you those information. And I think that sometimes those same experts conveniently choose not to give you all the information, depending on what demographic you are, you're in, the, um, depending on, you know, who you are. Like some people have all the information and sometimes it, be it benefits them. And then others, it's like the complete opposite. And if you look at even the vaccine right now, you will see that when it comes to brown skinned people, they are not very open to the vaccine. And that's because they have been a target point for you know scientific guinea pig in a way. So that community has been affected in so long. So therefore, whether you're an ex expert or not, it becomes very hard for those people to trust the information that you're sharing with them because they feel like you're not necessarily being honest to them and sharing the things that they need to really know. And that has happened before. So therefore, it makes it really hard for people to trust others. However, you also have people who trust a so-called expert, but they are not necessarily expert. You have the generation, generation Z who trust experts who are not necessarily expert. It's just that they did their homework. They share with you something that they've learned from an actual expert and share it with you. And because they've done their homework and you know what they're talking about, so it becomes they've become the expert on that field or on that, in that domain or whatever you want to call it. So I think like, it's a very, it's a, it is a very interesting thing to think about when it comes to trusting expert. Should we, or should we not? In my opinion, I feel like the word expert, especially nowadays, is just being thrown around. For example, for the news or in a courtroom, the experts are usually not chosen because they're necessarily the best in their field, they're picked because they represent the point of view that that person is trying to push. So they're going to talk about that agenda that the person's trying to push or the ideology. So I feel like an expert to me in your field would be somebody where everybody's biased in some way or shape or form, but who's just going to give the facts. And a lot of times people are not pushing facts, they're really pushing an ideology or an agenda where they want to go. So my thing, so that to me is not necessarily, not that you're not an expert, but you're not giving up the actual facts. You're giving up partial information, which then people can't actually make informed decisions because they don't really have all the facts. So I don't know, I just feel like the word expert just gets thrown around. From my point of view though, a lot of things that I see when it comes to experts, even let's just say on, in the media, for example, right? I just want to know how somebody can be an expert on my experience in life when they're not me. So one of the things we see a lot of times is people speaking up for other demographics, let's just say, because they somehow understand that person's experience, but a lot of times they're so removed from that experience or they may have things in common with that person, but that doesn't mean though you speak for the whole group. Because to think that the group of people is similar in every way to me is wrong because then you don't capture everybody's struggles. Well, to me, it is really dishonest when we try to put people, one person in front of a group just to represent everyone. 
but the media already chose decided that's the person that they're going to allow to represent and speak for the people which in reality when people buy into that I feel like they're giving up their own voice and the end because I feel like those people never really have your actual best interest at heart. And I feel like it's usually their way of having their own best interest. And also, I do think that people use a lot of struggles and then say, oh, I'm an expert. You know, I used to grow up here. I lived here. When's the last time you lived there? When's the last time you actually were there and it wasn't a photo op? Are you really experiencing that community at this moment? Are you experiencing the same struggles as these people? Or is it that you, because you think you found a way out, so not everybody else is supposed to follow you? And a lot of times, people tend to fall for it and follow that person and put them on the pedestal, not realizing that person is not, is using you to get where they want to go. So that's why mostly for me, when people talk about experts, it's always about, I feel like there's always an agenda attached to it. It's not the same thing as if to me, I go to a financial expert and even they have an agenda because at the end of the day, yes, they may want you to make money, but their interest is also making money. A financial expert is not going to just want you to make money and they don't benefit. So being an expert also comes with an agenda. So then that's why I say, how do you decide to trust an expert? How do you know what their agenda is? And I think that's one of the things I've come to realize. And like when you were saying about the articles, I realized there's something weird. It was just like the more serious the life decision, especially when it related to finances, people didn't trust their friends. They trusted people they didn't know. And I thought that was really interesting to me. I felt like the same way someone I'm around, which in my reality, if I call you my friends, I don't think yeah, you'll be taking advantage of me. But if you're a stranger, I'm thinking you will take advantage of me. So, but I thought it was really interesting that the more it was tied to a financial situation, people would trust someone they didn't know. What do you think? Like when it comes to that, like how do we decide who to trust? Do we trust our surroundings or do we trust people or should we trust people who you probably only know their faces? To be honest, I think I think it depends. It depends on the situation. Like you mentioned, financial, when it comes to finances, that can be tricky. You can trust your your friends, your partner, you know, parents, you know, whatever it is, uh, some in- institution. When it comes to relationship, it, are they ex- expert on that? Well, that's the that's the craziest one. When, like, for example, you have people. If we think about expert, for example, I remember a lot of people have a lot of strong feelings about men who will give you advice about relationship. However, that man doesn't necessarily have represent a perfect picture of that relationship that he's preaching or sometimes even if he does it's more like on paper on like you know on paper in social media you have like a perfect image of that person but in reality that person is not an expert because sometimes they don't have your best interest at heart meanwhile i think that even back to what you're saying 
that goes to some friends. Not all friends will be an expert. Like you can't ask somebody who's not married advice about marriage. Like what, except if I was, that's, a, that's, that's another tricky thing. I think that if I'm a couple therapist, I went to school for that. I learn about relationship and connection and communication and stuff like that. Then that's different. That's my job. You know, and also adding to life experience, that also helped that therapist to be better at that job. But if you're none of the above, you are a single person, you or you've never been in a relationship, there's no way for you to be objective enough to give me a positive feedback on how I, on how to be a spouse or on how to be a girlfriend because you've never experienced certain things that ha- that goes through when you are in a relationship in that level, right? Or you don't know how it feels to be heartbroken or to be misled or whatever the case is, the situation would be, right? And I think that sometimes a lot of people, if we remembered, I don't even remember his name, that whole incident on Instagram with that guy who was this famous, I guess, social media, whatever. And I remember I've watched a few of his episodes and, and I do think his that His name person, is Derek Jackson. That person, exactly. He, and I, I've, I've, I've watched a few of his things. And to be honest, I feel like when he's speaking to his audience, I think that he's, he is being genuinely honest about what he thinks that you know you should do however there's also that other thing where you have to practice what you preach if you are telling me what to do if you are telling me how a man should cater to me then you also have to cater to your queen right and I think that sometimes a lot of people feels like they know best, they do best, and I'm do I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and they fail to humble themselves to realize that at the same time I am not an expert at this. I'm just giving you the best opinion or the best advice that I can give if it, if I were in that situation, right? I think that a lot of time people gravitate towards those things, especially on social media. They gravitate toward people who make them feel like they know how to preach, they know how to do all these things. Like even I remember in high school, was it high school? Maybe high school or beginning of college or whatever, this whole Steve Harvey and the 90 days, when you're dating somebody, you have to do 90 days, right? A lot of people agreed to that. And a lot of people didn't feel like it was a necessity depending on the person. Meanwhile, there's a fact that a lot of young kids who raised by traditional parents where your parents said, you cannot have sex before marriage. <laughs> you have to have the ring before marriage and everything. And they're like, you're crazy. I'm not going to wait that long. Or I'm not going to do this. Or I'm not going to do that. You don't trust your parents. Sometimes you will see a lot of the young, those young people will be like, I'm not going to trust my parents, even though I know they went through that and they have that perfect relationship or however they feel about it. But they might be like, but I will trust Steve Harvey or I will trust Derek Jackson, you know, about like I would trust him because they know best. They are men. They're giving me that opinion 
on a man perspective, but you also have your dad. You also have your uncle. You also have your mom. You also have your brother. Like I've seen both sides of the spectrum where I have young old cousin Mel who has seen the way they treat girls. And I'm like, I don't want to be treated that way. And I also seen others where I'm like, okay, that's the person that I'm always going to go to when it comes to talk about men in relationship because of how they speak, because there's a, there's something that I'm looking in a partner. And I know that that person is going to give me certain information because I've seen how they treat, like how they treat the people that they care for, you know, or they care about. Right. To me, is that person an expert? Not necessarily. He's experienced. I think being experienced doesn't mean that you're an expert. Like, however, I do believe that all moms are experts. Meaning if I have a kid, the first person that I'm going to talk to about children is my mom, right? Or is my aunt because I've seen how they treat their kids and how they've raised their kids, right? So they know about when the baby is, you know, having their baby tooth, baby teeth and you know that how that felt like what was the first time they rushed to the to the hospital with the kid that that feeling of motherhood of what they have to do that duty that responsibility they've experienced it meanwhile somebody who's never who's never have a kid or never actually even babysat somebody how can I ask you why is the baby crying so much (laughs) what are you gonna tell me so I think that Some people, depending on what it is, motherhood is a job. It's a full-time job. So yes, for the mothers who has been doing it for the longest, they are expert. You know, for a mom who has triplets, you are expert. You are like graduated with a PhD because you have three that you have to deal with all at once. So it's like a triple major what you're doing right now, you know? I think choosing an expert between your friends or your family and a person from outside it can be very gray area just because that a lot of people it depends on what the person is looking for sometimes it's also based on experience like if the person had a positive experience with outsiders then they will probably feel more comfortable to go to outsiders instead of coming to their family or instead of going to their friends To me personally, I feel like it's a great area. To my experience, I've experienced both outsiders, personal, close family, close friends. I don't want to say I call them expert necessarily. It's just that somebody that I think experienced enough in that area. I think if I want to say an expert, I will, depend on what it is, I probably will grab a book first and do my own research. Then we'll talk about it. So, okay, you were talking about motherhood. So would you grab a book first or would you go speak to somebody who has kids? Um, I'll do both. Okay, so I'm going to, to, to be honest, I'm going to do both. But I know sometimes, if not 90, I don't want to say 90% of the time, the book is a great tool, but it doesn't tell you that much. This, there's, there are a lot of little things that a mother will know right then and there that they will tell you to do for your kid that the book will not give you that answer. This is what I'm trying to say. A lot of things like we look to outside people as opposed to the people in our surroundings, right? And we're looking outside of us. Like when I say us, like we're looking outside of just not me and you, but 
we're looking to somebody else who is admired largely by lots of people so that we can say, oh, when this person says information, it's actually accurate. But if you go and ask your aunt, this baby's crying, she could probably tell you the different tones or whatever, what it means. But you probably will never read that in a book um, written by an expert. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like we overlook information, which is a lot more important in details because the messenger is not somebody who is loved. I don't know if it's not somebody who is loved. Like I said, it's pretty, I feel like the reason why people sometimes gravitate to those things can be complicated. Everybody do it for a different reason. A lot of people do it because it's the trend of the moment. A lot of people do it because they want to follow the crowd. A lot of people do it because maybe they don't feel comfortable to talk to the people that are close to them, right? Or maybe they feel like they can't trust what the person is saying because of their own personal experience. So therefore, they're going to listen to somebody who's famous. I don't feel like it's a trend, though, if you think about it. We've always, the only difference between now and 50 years ago is now nobody can say they don't have access to information like I was saying earlier before we started recording like you don't need a library card you have a phone if you can afford a phone you pretty much have access to pretty much unlimited information so I feel like it was one thing when you're watching on tv and they actually had news like this incident happened and it involved this person and and this and this and this now it's like oh my god the incident happened this is what I think happened and then people take it and run away with it thinking that person's an expert when the person if you watch the video that's not what you would see yourself and also I feel like we are a lot we not only do we have a lot more information I feel like we can comprehend a lot more we have evolved but I feel like we're not doing that we're still on the same trend as the person on the television, the person who's on this, in this position knows more than us, but a lot of us are a lot more our critical thinking in our education level and not just formal education, our logic is a lot more than it is, than we give ourselves credit for, but we're still stuck in the trend that you have to trust an expert. And I'm not just talking about everyday things. I'm talking about things that, if, I'm not just talking about my new things I mean I'm talking about things that actually affect your life every day whether it whether it is to vote for someone we don't we don't actually research that person before we vote you go with the trend so what exactly it is is it that makes people just go with the trend instead of actually saying you know you may be very educated. You may have a lot of knowledge about this area. But in this particular thing, what you said doesn't add up. It's like the expert can't ever be wrong. And they can be an expert, but they're still human. Everybody makes mistakes. So everybody was thinking he was this expert in relationship. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people because he has people following him. And it turns out he is human. He has flaws. He made he made mistakes. I mean, if it's between him and his wife, like 
do you take the information and decipher it, then apply it? Or do you just blindly say, oh, this man who you've never met or who you've never hung out with in reality, you, you know, you've never been in their presence, say, yeah, if he's not buying you five cakes a week or he's not buying you five diamond rings a week, he doesn't love you. I'm just using some random example, right? Or do you say, okay, I'm going to listen to the message and then decipher the message. What are you saying? And then apply it. Or like, you know, do I just take the example that you give me and run with it? That's what I'm saying. We somehow have come to me. I think that we're using our brains less, I feel like. And we're relying on other people to tell us what's going on. Like I, there's no such thing as news anymore. It's just people giving me their opinions and I'm supposed to take it and run with it. When it's like, no, tell me the event and what happened. And well, before we start running with ideas, we need to get the full information, not people's interpretive or their agenda. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to expert. The messenger don't, does, like you were saying before, they keep information from you. So how can I actually trust you to be an expert and make a decision based on the information that the expert is giving me if I'm not getting the full story? I guess the media can be very tricky in that sense as well. Play a big part on that like in terms of the, the story that they tell and how they tell it so yeah. so do you think there's an actual agenda in what and like why you get partial information of course there's a part there's an agenda it depends on what they want you to do or how they want you to do or how they want you to perceive it no yeah. because that's what i'm asking because sometimes i'm like why can't you all just combine the story and give me because you know like there's three sides to every story his and hers his and his hers and hers and then the part everybody you know the pieces that everybody leaves out so they could look good like you go experience something we both experience something i say from my perspective you say from your perspective but no one says the action. Like when someone's telling your story, no one really always say the actions of what they did that caused somebody. Let's just say you you not a physical fight, but let's just say you're in an argument with somebody. You say things to trigger that person. That person says things to trigger you. But everybody pretend like they didn't say things to purposely trigger the other person. So that's why it's like his and hers and his, his, hers, hers, his and hers. Like, and then the truth, it's like what really happened. So my thing is, what exactly is the agenda? Why can't I know the actual truth? Like, I just don't, I, let me make a decision. Why can't I make a decision? Like full information and make an informed decision. Is it like your way of controlling me? Should I just follow the experts? Well, it depends on who you think is the expert. I don't think things should be that black and white and it is not that black and white. So it would be hard to expect things to be either this or that, especially with COVID. It's 
it's something that everybody was going through it and trying to figure it out. So even the expert themselves or researchers, they trying to piece it together to give the public as much information as they can do, as they can. So that, and like you were saying before, expert or not, doesn't make that them perfect. So sometimes they will, they will tell you that the N95 doesn't work. So that's based on probably their own research. They realize it doesn't. And then later on, they might realize that, yes, it actually does work. But that doesn't mean that they're not an expert. And um, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't trust them. I think that it just means that they are trying their best to make sure that they're giving you as much information by either trying. It's This is a trying and error period of time. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows how it's going to change or how it's going to stay. So therefore, it will continue to be an upside down. And sadly, a lot of people do not trust that process. And and others, others do. Others will be patient enough to be like, well, okay, I'll wait till what they say. If I work in the CDC and I know what the rules are what's expected of me and what the research is um, what the research is that are happening what they are so therefore i am somewhat of an expert enough because i'm part of that system in order to to educate the population now when it comes to the vaccine on the other hand where people some people of certain group feel they don't feel confident with that information it's because they have been affected by it. And at that point, I can't blame them because a lot of people can gain on that. So some people will gain on, on the distribution of something that they know doesn't work because it gives them money. Their yeah. stocks market or whatever will work for them. But then again, a group of people will die. And then meanwhile, others, <laughs> you know, meanwhile, it's just like they have, I think that when it comes to the benefit of organization and cooperation, like it's either I get my money and like, I'm going to do what I got to do to get my money. And that's it. And if they have no remorse because nobody's keeping them accountable for what they doing at whose expense. Right. But when you said nobody's keeping them accountable, is it that no one's keeping them accountable Nobody's or people are choosing not to keep them accountable? Nobody's keeping them accountable. Okay, but the thing though is, isn't it every citizen's job to hold the government accountable? So if you if the government's supposed to hold them accountable, isn't it your job to hold the, the government accountable for not holding them accountable? How's that been working out? That's not what, because no one's enacting their, again, it goes back to trusting the expert. No one is acting on their right because when it's time for them to enact their power to vote, people are trusting that person because they've been in power for so long. So they understand politics. But in reality, people, why I necessarily don't really want someone who understands politics too much because politicking don't necessarily move anything. So if you want the corporations to be held accountable, do you hold your congressmen accountable for not holding the corporations accountable? Mm-hmm. Not just the president. I'm talking about like your senator. 
your mayor, for that person doing business, your governor, all the elected officials. So do you start by holding them accountable for not holding the larger entities accountable? And that's what I'm trying to say, because at the end of the day, like I've known people who try to tell me to vote for this person because, oh, they've been at their seats for 20 something years and blah, 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 but they haven't really made any change. Oh, but they know what they're doing. I'm sure they know what they're doing, but is it, does it align with my agenda? But if I don't know what my agenda is, I'm just going to take the experts agenda and run with it. I don't think that's, I don't know if that's how necessarily it works, but I do believe that, like, I think on a big scale, it's more like, there's like so many things that you can consider. Some people do think that maybe one person is the expert because one, they don't know better. They don't know what else to do. And that's always the person that comes and tell them the information. So they take it like that. I think that the difference is that for you or for my, for, for you or for, for me is different because some of us, we make those research on our own. So therefore you're gonna question those things. You're going to question the expert because you are educated enough to do so. And that's not everybody. That's not the case for everyone. So therefore, and that's what I'm saying, like, it's such a great area. The whole expert thing is such a great area because somebody who's not an expert for you, that's because you know what's happening or you make your own research, you inform yourself. Meanwhile, somebody else in another community, that's not, that's not the case. That might be a, like, Somebody right there in the neighborhood who probably reached high school and the other person didn't reach high school. So that person gets to go to the main city. And every time that person come back to town and was like, well, guess what? This is what's happening in, in the big city. So therefore, believe me. Well, I'm going to believe you because you go to the city and I don't. And I don't have that information. And sadly, that happens in a lot of part of the country. So therefore, you become the expert in that information. Oh, she went and studied in a big state university and she came back into town with that big degree and that <laughs> diploma. So therefore she's an expert in medical field. She's gonna be the pediatrician, the gynecologist and all of that because she did medical school. When do you take that step to say, I'm going to open and gain the knowledge that's available? Or is it something that it's a lot more easier for us to just say, you know, this person went to college. So if I'm watching Fox News, I'm watching CNN, CNN doesn't have the same one person. They have different people, but they all, these experts are selling you an agenda. If you're a doctor and you're supposed to be prescribing me a medication, right? Like I went to the, my doctor, they had a full conversation with me and they prescribed me a medication. Right. But the thing about it, I don't like, should you be prescribing me the same brand of medication be, because you get a cut? Because when you're doing it from the mindset of you're going to benefit directly from it, like you were saying before with corporations, then in a way you're putting me at risk. But you're supposed to be the expert as in the doctor. I'm supposed to be trusting to with my health but you are willingly putting you are putting me at risk because you are blinded by the fact that you're going to give me this brand of medication 
or you're starting me at this level for medication when it it could in the long term harm be harmful to me so that's what i'm talking about so is it harmful to society for the expert to have an agenda overall or should the expert just be passing on information as is like you tell me my you know based on the study there're 10% chance that I, if I take you take this medication, you might have a heart attack. Or do you just say, you know, like when they have the commercials for the medication, how it goes by the side effect. It's like five seconds, they just said a whole book. It's just more like doctors in general, experts in general. Should you have an agenda in reality when you're passing on information? Because if you have an agenda, now you're not passing on information. You're trying to convince me to go to a certain way, to see things a certain way. And that's the point of view I'm trying to come from, is that it are experts that we're people who are experts, or they're supposed, they're supposed to have a responsibility to just give the information. And when they have an agenda, does that information now become tainted? And how do we recognize that as a society? And if we are not taking the steps to make sure we access information instead of taking people's, other people's information at face value, then are we also responsible for not you know, accessing the information that's available? And can we actually blame them? And also we need, in my opinion, of course, we need to recognize that the experts are humans and the, every human has built-in biases based on their life experience. I guess that when it comes to agenda, I think it depends. It's in the world that you live in. Everything has an agenda. Everybody has an agenda, whether it's personal or not. Whether it's politics, I have an agenda. There's something that I want from the people. There's something that I'm looking for them to do. So Therefore, you're going to have an agenda, right? And I think that especially in the medical world, which is like money, all about money. So, of course, if people will have an agenda, then whether you are an expert or not, like you might believe in the product, you might not believe in the product, depending on your own intention. You might believe in the product and then you're like, yeah, I'm still going to make money out of it, but I also believe in it. And then others might not, they might not believe in it, but they still want to make money. So they're still going to do what they need to do, what they have to do. I think at the end of it is people in general should make their own research and make sure they are well-informed and also always get a second opinion in order to, to make sure that they are making the right decision in whatever that they're doing expert or not i think that having a second opinion never hurts in when it comes to something that needs an expert opinion as we talked about expert and we touched on different topics whether it was based on information regarding from the police medical field or politics one of the things that we want you guys to understand is that information is very powerful and the person who holds the information is very powerful as well so when we seek our information whether we seek it from an expert 
or a friend, a peer, a family member, one of the important things is to remember the source of the information. And a lot of times you have to remember that information in itself is powerful, but information within agenda is even more powerful because people omit or add information when they have an agenda to bring you to a place where they want to go, not necessarily where you want to go. So when we say people are experts, it does not mean that they're not human. It doesn't mean that they're not, they don't have an agenda. The agenda could be your best interest. It could be their best interest. But what we want you guys to do is open your eyes. We live in the time of technology and information. So if you want information, true information, it's just up to you to seek it. And yes, listen to people and their ideas, but don't hold on to it as if it can never change. And also understand people are human, whether we get information, resources from them, they also will make mistakes. They also may unintentionally leave out information. So that is why it is best for you to seek out information and develop your own opinions and take control of your life and your thoughts. Thank you for joining us in another episode of Journey of ANR. I'm Armid. I'm Rochelle. And you can reach us and leave your feedback for us at journeyofanr at gmail.com. Laters. Bye. Thank you.